Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez. As always, you know me from uh, Twitter as SumDude88. That's S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88. Also, you probably know me from my other podcast, the weekly nightly podcast, where you can find on any app or website where you can find podcasts on. Before we get into the meat of the podcast, uh, if you're looking for a podcast that's all about the NHL, go check out our Locked On NHL. It's great it's a daily podcast with everything that's happening around the league it's not just the golden knights if you want to get more into hockey you want to learn more about the other teams in the league it's a great place to listen subscribe each day and look for the biggest stories and recaps of every game on the league subscribe to locked on nhl today wherever you get your podcast so today is the game day this is game five a very very pivotal game a very important game for both the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche. The Colorado Avalanche is on their back heels for the first time in this playoffs, for the first time in a long time. Uh, I think I talked about this before where the Avalanche has not really played what you call quote-unquote playoff hockey for a long, long time. If you look at their schedule at the start of May, uh, it's, it's against really weak competition except for one game in the middle of it all to decide the the west division championship or and the the uh, the president's trophy too the colorado avalanche played the sharks three times in a row actually four times in a row if you count the end of april and then the kings twice and then the knights and then the kings twice again and after that they went to the round one of the series playing playing the Blues and swept them without any any competition. So what I'm saying is this is really the first time there has been a lot of pressure on Colorado. Um, this I know I'm talking about Colorado, but uh, other than the Golden Knights, but I'm just I'm just setting up the uh, the, the uh, setting up the game where you you're gonna see a very very good team backs against the wall. The Golden Knights. Is, has gone through that really that 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 um what's the word I'm looking for that um the gauntlet the Golden Knights went through that gauntlet as you know the Golden Knights took it the the Minnesota Minnesota Wild took the Golden Knights seven seven games in the series Golden Knights were up three one and they had to go to seven games that's back against the wall that's a do or die game and before that other than the Sharks game the Golden Knights had to keep up with Colorado against Minnesota and St. Louis Blues, uh, both playoff teams. Even though uh, the St. Louis Blues is a, a, an inferior team, they are still a playoff team. And Golden Knights had to just play backs against the wall for much longer than Colorado. This is, We're going to see what Colorado is made of. And we... We've I've talked about this before. The Golden Knights is built for the playoffs. They have a lot of playoff experience. A lot of these players have gone deep into the playoffs. Most of these players, barring prob- Nick Hague at the top of my head right now, 
has been to at least the Western Conference Finals. As at least last year, most of this team was is still there. Keegan Colasar, yeah, I forgot. Keegan Colasar has not was not there, and Colasar and Haig, pretty much the only two that has not been very deep into the playoffs. But they they have playoff experience, even though it's not the NHL. They were in the Calder Cup Finals a few years ago with the Chicago Wolves. So this team are know knows how to play under pressure. Now the Golden Knights are not the one under pressure, even though it is still a very pivotal game. You do not you just you want to go to Colorado and just take control of the the series. That's what the Golden Knights want. But if they lose, it's not the end of the world. They if you lose, you can still take it to Game Seven, and it's very dangerous. But Colorado has to win this. This is as close to a must win for Colorado. Because if they lose this, they have to go back to Vegas in an elimination game. Vegas, if they lose this, they have to go to back to Vegas. And that would be a very, very must win game, obviously. Because they would be an elimination game. And the Golden Knights, I believe, can pretty much win this game, in my opinion. They've shown this whole stretch of the Golden Knights dominating the 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 Colorado Avalanche and not and I'm not using that word lightly I'm not using the Golden Knights has dominated the Colorado Avalanche they have dominated since that second period of game two it's been all Golden Knights and, and they the Colorado Avalanche was lucky this game this series is not 3-1 and that's been said all over social media all over everywhere but it's true that's why Colorado, this is Colorado's pressure point. And, and you got to think that it could be in their heads because last year they, they exited the second round. The year before they exited in the second round, could this be the third three years in a row? And that's their hurdle. They cannot get past the second round. Last year it was the, against Dallas, the, uh, the Dallas Stars and the year before that was against San Jose. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. And it, it, the, I'm just setting up how important this game is. And we'll see how Colorado responds to this pressure because the Golden Knights has just been pushing them and pushing them. And I, I would love the goal. Like, and we talked about this before in the, in the Minnesota series too. The Golden Knights also needs to show their killer instinct. They need to look, they see blood in the water. When they were up three and uh, three one the series against Minnesota, they let up a little bit. They they let they allowed Minnesota to get back into the series. You cannot do that against Colorado. If Colorado gets their momentum back, they're a tough. They're not Minnesota. They are a better team than Minnesota. You got to bury Colorado. I have a feeling, and I don't. I don't. I I don't want this to be the case, and I don't want this. To happen, I have a feeling if this series goes to seven, I think Colorado takes it. So the Golden Knights just needs to end this at six. They've already killed that demon, that weird demon that they could not close out a series at home. They did that last series. They dominated Minnesota that series, that that game. I mean, that game, game seven. And this would be another turning point for Vegas if they beat Colorado. It's a big statement game. Because going into this series, everybody was everybody's stock was 
Colorado just steamrolling everybody, especially after game one. The Colorado fans, the Colorado's fans' heads was just so big that they said, hey, we're just going to sweep everything now. Vegas is nothing. And then they forgot how good Vegas is. Because Vegas is a very, very good team. And, and that I'm, I could be a little bit homer, but yeah, it's, this is one of the best chances the Golden Knights has to return going back to the Stanley Cup finals. Because we just, tonight we just found out the winner, uh, I mean, who our opponent is for the next round. And now we'll talk about that later and the implications. I don't want to look forward ahead because we need, still need to beat Colorado. But I, I just want to get into a little bit of what the Golden Knights need to do and what they need to continue to do to really steal the home ice advantage from Colorado. But before we get to that, uh, I want to tell you guys about Wealthfront. If you want to start investing, Wealthfront is a perfect place for you. Uh, it can be complicated, but as a, even if you're a beginner or have been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. They can turn your portfolio into globally diversified, low-cost index funds, personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no pick stock, picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on nhl all you need is 500 to get started grow your wealth the easy way and let wealthfront do all the work for you to get your first five thousand dollars managed for free go to wealthfront.com slash locked on nhl that's w-e-a-l-t-h-f-r-o-n-t dot com slash locked on nhl to start growing your savings go to wealthfront.com slash locked on nhl and get started today this episode is also brought to you by rock auto chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's price are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need fast and easy with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know where we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So now for game five, uh, we can talk about how the Golden Knights can actually steal home mics. Uh, what they need to do, what things they need to keep doing to really continue their momentum. It's easy, right? Just, you know, pressure, forecheck, you know, shut down the, their top line with your top line. Easy, right? It's done. Podcast over. Let's, let's go. Well, it's a little bit more complicated than that because uh, 
Colorado is now at home. So they have a thing called last change where they're able to match up the their lines uh, during stoppage and who they, they, they have last change. Well, that, yeah, that's basically what it means is that Colorado Avalanche gets to see who the Golden Knights roll in first during stoppage and decide who they want to match up with. So I expect uh, Brednar, the coach for the Colorado Avalanche, it's not Brednar, it's Bednar, uh, the coach for the Colorado Avalanche to, as much as possible, match up the McKinnon line with Vegas's fourth line because that's a mismatch. As much as possible, that's what they're 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 gonna try to do. The first the, the for our fourth line with most likely is gonna be the same with Patrick Brown, William Carrier, and Ryan Reeves on the wings. Is gonna really need to hem in their first line. The best way to defend Colorado's McKinnon line is for have them be in the defensive zone for most of the time they're on the ice. If they get their ice, uh, if they get their skates rolling forward, it's going to be very dangerous. We've seen the damage they can do. Colorado's also going to probably try to match up their McKinnon line when the Hague White Cloud uh, pair is going to be on the ice or maybe even against Petrangelo or McNabb as much as possible because the, not Petrangelo, Petrangelo or Martinez, because as much as possible, because Theodore has actually done really well matching the speed of Nathan McKinnon and really kind of slow him down. Actually, those two pairs, the, the, top, the top four for the Golden Knights, has done a great job helping shut down McKinnon. He has not, he doesn't have any points in the last two games. And Ranton, Rantanen last night broke his 17-game playoff scoring streak, which is uh, which was getting ridiculously high. And he it's finally broken. And that, that weight's off the shoulders now, right? But that's going to be the dangerous. The, the, the thing we need to keep an eye on the most is the way they match up lines. Because the top line for the Golden Knights has has done a great, great, amazing job at shutting down the McKinnon line. You could not do anything. The McKinnon line, I think McKinnon has like two shots last game, which is like, and it's, it wasn't even high danger chances, right? And, and that formula where the top line shuts down the McKinnon line and then the misfit line underneath our top line just reaps, just dominates everything else. Like the the Colorado Avalanche could not match what the Misfit line were doing, and Marshall has a hat trick. Both two goals from Game Three were from from the Misfit line, and they're the one feasting from this from the lack of Kadri. Let's be honest; they're missing Kadri right now. Their depth is hurting. I expect Colorado to also make a few lineup changes and Vegas needs to account for that. They might put Bo and Byram in there, who's a very skilled defenseman, uh, kind of like Kale McCarr. So th- that's going to be another defenseman they need to worry about because Kale McCarr has been, once again, shut down since game one. And the Golden Knights, once again, has done a really good job of doing that. 
what I've also observed the Golden Knights are doing and how they're really managing the speed of the Colorado Avalanche, who's, in my opinion, the fastest team in the league, right? Is they're not giving them any space. They're, they're a lot of a lot of teams play speed by giving them cushion so they can slowly skate back and, and, and attack to give them room to to play uh, to to defend right so they they don't get blown past by kind of like how Petrangelo was doing in Lake Tahoe what the golden knights have done to colorado is not give him that space the golden knights are not a slow team they're also a fast team they're not as fast as colorado i think like i said i don't think anybody in the league is Right now, currently, maybe Edmonton is, but not. But Vegas can keep up with them enough and use their physicality to slow down Colorado. And be, be, Colorado has no room to use their fancy speed. They, they, they don't have a chance to speed up the way Vegas is defending them. And they need to keep that up. If you look at it, they... They're on them right away. And after a while, their frustration has gone to their game. The, the first goal against the Golden Knights, uh, the first goal for the Golden Knights in game four was part of that frustration. Patrick Nemeth, the defenseman for Colorado, has been so used to having a player on him right away when he gets the puck. Blindly threw the puck away. To Riley Smith, he didn't even he didn't even have a chance to like look around or make sure that he has a guy over there because he like he he was the pressure has gone to them is it's in their head they think that the guy is going to be right on him so he passed he got rid of the puck as as fast as he could and he went straight to Riley Smith and the whole sequence happened where Riley Smith hits the crossbar. Marsha, uh, Carlson retrieved it and Marshall banked it in. She got it in. But it, it's one of those things. And it's not just Patrick Nimitz. It's happened a lot. Just if you watch, rewatch the games, I don't know. I, hopefully it happens again in game five because it's really, really, really kind of taking the game out of Colorado, Colorado's hand. If, if, if it gets happening, if you rewatch the game four, you'll see that Colorado tries to get rid of the puck so quickly because they know there's going to be a guy neck on them right away. They don't have time to build up speed. And that's why it is so important for the Golden Knights to stay out of the box also, because once they are shorthanded, Colorado was able to build up that speed. That's why their power play has been so effective against the Golden Knights. Most of their goals has come from the power play. Uh, when when I say all this, I, I I do not count game one. Game one is a throwaway. Since game two, four, uh, three, and four, most of the goals Colorado got has been on the power play. The game winning goal on game two was a power play goal. One of the goals in game three was a power play goal, and the and they almost cashed in on a power play goal on game four. The Colorado's power play is very very dangerous. The Golden Knights need to stay disciplined. They need to stay. They, 
do not throw the puck away over the glass. That happened so many times and it's ridiculous. And when White Cloud did it last game, it just gave me flashbacks on the Dallas game because that one hurt a lot with his 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 uh his that was the overtime over the glass penalty, which uh I don't want to open another more wounds and stuff, but like I said, killing more demons, right? The adversity that I kept talking about as we keep playing games against Minnesota, the adversity against Minnesota, the adversity on Colorado. Vegas has shown that they are finally able to fight through all those. And that's why I'm really proud of this team. But I, 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 I digress. Talk about the power play again. They need to keep out of the box because, as I said, when Colorado is in their power play, the Golden Knights are still playing very aggressively. But it's not as effect- effective, obviously, because you're a man short. And they, the goal, uh, Colorado has more ice to work with. That means they're able to find the open man and be able to find those chances. Ratnan, once again, last game, had a wide open, he was wide open, and luckily he missed the net on a power play when it was still 1 1. If he scored that, that would have been probably could have been a very different game, right? Vegas would have been chasing and they've been pushing more. It's going to be a little totally different. But Vegas's aggressiveness has been throwing Colorado off a loop. And Colorado does not know how to respond. One thing I like about the Golden Knights is they can play so many different ways to counter and, and, and counter attack what other team is trying to play. Colorado has one game and it's their speed game and it's their transition game and the attack with 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 quick passes and and skill the attack with quick passes and skill and all that that's what makes them great they're a very very highly skilled team and 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 then just they just outskill their team uh the other teams constantly the thing about the golden knights is the golden knights is also they're not as skilled or as fast as colorado but they're also a heavy team and they could play the grinding game too if they have to switch to a skill based game to counter a, a, a team that's weak against that they can do that too and that's what it, it, that's the thing what they did in, against minnesota i feel like that game seven the games that golden knights dominated against minnesota was a lot of transition a lot of uh skill and speed they were outspeeding minnesota and that's how they really got control of that game now going to Colorado, they know they cannot outspeed Colorado, so they switch to a more physical, grindy game. Not the, not in the same way as St. Louis, because St. Louis, I don't think, had enough speed to keep up with Colorado, but Vegas has the speed to keep up with Colorado and still play physical. And that's, I think, was the key to the, their success this past few games. But, and, and that's it for me, uh, talking about that, because... I, I don't really know much to say. We've I've talked about this three games in a row now and how good the Golden Knights are right now. Hopefully they continue it, like I said. Now, I want to move on to uh, what's going on around the league. As I mentioned, we found out who we are. If we get past Colorado, we find out who the next opponent is. But I want to quickly tell you about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
Baseball season is in full swing, so you can track all the action on Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and all the information on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC or MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and const- contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get all the games as teams press for the runs at the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. This episode is also brought to you by Lucy.co. It is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternative that doesn't suck. Lucy has both lozenges and gums that comes with different flavors like wintergreen, cinnamon, cherry ice, and much more. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. Best of all, it is convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even at the gym. It is 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month, so it's simple and you don't have to leave your house at all. Lucy has has delivery down. Locked on NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get 20% all products in your first order, including gum and lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDON. I must give you this disclaimer. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co and make sure you use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. As always, as I was saying around the league, the Montreal Canadiens uh, just finished their series against the Winnipeg Jets, sweeping them for the zero. It is now confirmed that whoever wins between Colorado and Las Vegas is going to play the Montreal Canadiens, which I... Travel-wise, it was less optimal for me. I would have preferred if if we get past Colorado, I would have preferred to play Winnipeg just because of travel. Now the Golden Knights have to do coast-to-coast next round and having to, if they make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, having to go coast-to-coast in that series too. As the four teams... In the other brackets are all in the eastern side of the country. You have Boston, New York, Carolina, and uh, Tampa. They're all in the eastern side. So I'm not sure if that's an advantage or disadvantage for Vegas. They probably would be used to going coast to coast by then. But it does take a toll on your body because changing your your sleeping time and your and your sleep schedule is is a. It, is a thing it is it is a different different type of maybe by that time when they do the montreal they their bodies do get used to the changing sleeping patterns or whatever but the montreal canadians nobody thought they would have made it this far nobody thought that they would make it past toronto and toronto 
we should have expected it because it's Toronto. What do you, what do you expect from them, really, right? And then the Winnipeg Jets coming out of sweeping the Edmonton Oilers themselves get swept. It's another case of the stat I talked about a few uh, last week or a few weeks ago, where when a team sweeps a team and then go on the next round and play a team that went seven games. The team that went seven games have won now six times over the team that swept since the year 2000. Now, the Golden Knights could make that a perfect 7-0 and if they beat Colorado. But right now, Montreal just did that feat again. And it reminds me of uh, 2019 where I think it was Columbus that swept Tampa Bay and they got swept by Carolina and Carolina got swept by Boston or was something like that. Was it New York, New York? Was it New York, the Islanders or something like that? It, it was a sweep sweep and then they got swept and, 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 and then so forth. But it's just, a, it's just, that's just hockey, man. The parody of this league is, 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 is really good. And that's why I love this league. And another update on the other two series is uh, the Islanders right now are up against Boston three to two, while Tampa Bay has a chance to close out their series tonight uh, as they're up three to one. And they are, I believe, no, they are Carolina because I think Carolina has home ice and it is game five. So, yes, they play in Carolina. So the Carolina Hurricanes needs are are on their back foot and they need to come back down three to one if you want to move on but that's about it for me this episode uh if you want to check out our other locked on nhl episodes i talked about it earlier locked on nhl is a good place to start if you want to learn more about the entire league uh if you want to get the perspective of the avalanche there's the locked on avalanche podcast hosted by my friend chris who we had a a a co uh, co op episode uh, a few last week, and of course, uh, check out my other podcast, the weekly nightly podcast. Uh, we have we have an episode every week. Uh, it's not daily like this one. It is a weekly one, and I have actually friends to talk about hockey with on that podcast. So it's maybe it's a different uh, kind of tone, but. Like I said, that's it for me. Uh, I still don't know how to end an episode. So thanks for listening.